It's the Bulls Podcast, episode 64, and today we're covering trade scenarios, our current state of the Bulls, and predictions for the coming week. Hey, Chicago Bulls fans, it's time for your Bulls Podcast. Here are your hosts, Marcus Couch and Wise Black. Yes, welcome once again. This is the Bulls Podcast, episode number 64. I'm having a little green screen issue. What's going on over here? Happy to be back with you. My name is Marcus Couch. And over there, ooh, well, that was an abrupt ending. Anyway, uh, there's Wise Black. How you doing, my bud? Great, sir. How you doing? Um, well, man, we got to get back into the yo-yo-yos. You know, you haven't done that since we started. <laughs> yeah. I might bust it out one day. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, get some audio, like, flashback stuff. Yeah. The screen screen's bugging me, but that's cool. All right, everybody, what's up? Uh, Welcome to the Bulls Podcast, episode 64. Hope you're with us uh, in chat everywhere else. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, we got a big game tonight versus the Golden State Warriors, so why isn't I thought we'd get something in? quick i apologize for everybody yesterday that was involved in our live stream that wise and i were attempting to do yesterday and thank you so much wise for your patience yesterday as i was trying to figure things out with new equipment comes new responsibility and with new equipment also wise we've got uh you know uh sound effects we've got things that like in instead of a bull roar i can just play this to summarize the season yeah sucks sucks to be us bulls fan right now this is the year that we thought we'd really get everything together that we'd have uh all of it i'm not even gonna address okay let's address it um i'm going this is i'm i'm shocked that i actually made this graphic today for the show uh but um <laughs> <laughs> oh man Okay, Zach, you're next. I, I'm going to make B- you. Billy's, Billy's the clown. Uh-huh. All right, now. So um, before we really get into it, one of the latest news pieces was that uh, Shams said that the Chicago Bulls actually signed Billy Donovan to a contract extension after the playoff run last season. Uh, even though it was just a one-game playoff run, they decided, hey, that's that's good enough, man. One game in the first round before you exit and get killed. Yeah. Yeah, we could, we could, we want more of that. So, uh, thus, yeah, the uh, Billy Clown uh, tirade was going on here. Um, and I, I want to say clown because I want to go back to two different things. Uh, let's go back to the Phoenix Suns game first, wise, and go over some of the things that were said in the press conference by Billy. And let's examine them. I've got three different breakdowns here of Billy within this press conference. Um, and let's just digest them one by one. What do you say? Sure thing. Hey, Billy, how, how disappointed is it that, I mean, you guys, it isn't like last year, wherever it was an elite team or upper echelon team, you guys had poor performances. I mean, you guys beat Boston twice. You beat, at the same time, to have a game like this, the game against Denver, how disappointing is, is the inconsistency now against these elite teams? So you showed that you could beat them, but but why sometimes still that big drop off? Yeah, I mean, 
I think the, 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 the disappointing part, the challenging part, or whatever word you want to use, you know, is that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's consistently being inconsistent, if that makes any sense. You know, like it's just, and, and that's, that's the part that we, we're like, we, we have at times we can be two different teams. We can be a team like in Utah that's really helping each other and we're, we're kind of on a string and we're moving. And then there's, you know, other times that we're, we're not like that. And, um, you know, I think that when you play, uh, you know, against a really good team like Phoenix, who's won at a high level, who's got obviously a lot of consistency inside their team, um, whether they miss or make shots or whatever's going on, they're going to play the way they play. And we've got to be able to play the way we need to play for us to be successful. There's times that we do do it, and there's other times we don't. We've got to, we've got to be better at that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do know. Uh, consistently inconsistent. What do you think of that comment? Uh, very fitting. I mean, <laughs> so I, I, I want to know why, why do you call? I mean, so you, you, okay, you so say he's a clown, right? I'm building. I'm building here. Okay, I'm, you're building. I, I, I cool. Your comment on that one thing. Consistently inconsistent is a good way to put it. I mean, okay. Uh, I, they, when I look at them, man, he's right. Like, or the reporter is right. Just in terms of how they have shown that they can beat these elite teams. Right. Um, but I, I sometimes don't know whether it's, you know, those elite teams are sleeping on the bulls because they are looked at as one of the lesser teams in the league right now. Right. right? And then it is it, flipped on his head when the bulls, play the lesser teams in the league like the Orlando Magic, the Thunder, and things of, and teams of that ilk who got up to beat them. And what it looks like to me is the Bulls are just a mid-level team. Right? They're just like a middle-of-the-pack team. They're probably the 15th to the 20th best team in the league, if you ask me. So, I mean, yeah. If Patrick Williams was a 16 and 8, guy would that would, oh, would, would that, that would be tremendous yeah i think we'd probably be uh five get five more games in the win so, column so so um it was uh what game was it i think it actually was uh this um phoenix game when kc uh i believe it was who asked billy you know just in terms of how he felt about, you know, their up and down and all of that. And Billy basically pointed out that pointed out how he understands how they're winning. And mm -hmm. he said that they need five to seven guys to score in double figures. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And also they need to get at least 25 to 30 assists a night. Five, do, do, you, do you understand? First off, five to seven guys in double figures. That's just unheard of. Who's that doing that? Yeah, the guys that Stacy King would be, uh, you know, eating celebratory cake every game. Yeah. If that were the king. Do and thirtieth. Do you know that would lead the lead. so? All right, and this is why I'll give you kudos for the boiling um, okay. graph yeah. or for the uh, clown graphic there, yeah. because okay. he said something similar to what Boylan said. Boylan, I recall him stating that they should average thirty assists. Do mm -hmm. if. 
if they average 30 assists, they'd be the all-time assist yeah. team. Yeah, All-time. No team has ever averaged 30 assists. So if you're saying that that's what you need to win consistently, then we might as well flush the season down the toilet because there's no way that you're going to have five to seven guys scoring in double figures every single night on a regular basis and averaging 30 assists a game. Yeah. That, that's okay. – no. Let's, uh, let's continue. Uh, beyond how ridiculous Devin was offensively, it seemed defensively there were a lot of times where you guys had trouble with the game plan or you had players out there kind of pointing at each other on the floor. What did you see defensively? Did you see some um, what, 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 what There was point? one time early when Vucevic pointed down at the floor for a guard to pull in. Yeah, in yeah. the first half? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I talked about this um, – Maybe a couple of games ago, you know, we, we've got to be a team that protects the paint. And with a guy like Booker, you're going to have to send two, you know, to him. And a lot of times the guy that Vooch is guarding or our center's guarding is going to get behind his head. It's going to happen sometimes. And, and our weak side's got to be pulled in, you know. And, and I thought to start the game, there were, were a few possessions like that where our backside was not pulled in enough. Um, and, you know, we... You know, obviously they made a lot of threes, uh, but the problem is when you're giving them threes and some of that stuff at the rim that we gave up. And, you know, we did, I thought in the Utah game, you know, a, a pretty good job of that. Uh, but the consistency tonight was was not where it needed to be against a caliber team of this. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got one more here. Um, but I, it, it was very telling when it was noticed that um, I think, and that was uh, Casey there saying guys were pointing each other at each other in the first half. That tells me these guys are not accepting personal responsibility. They're blaming each other. Mm. Fitting statement. Yeah. Very so cool. then, so then it, it, that, that begs the question then, I mean, how are things looking behind closed doors? I mean, obviously the team is probably frustrated, right? Mm -hmm. Especially losing games that they should win. This wasn't an issue early last season. They were beating up on all of the teams that they should beat. I mean, granted, Phoenix is Phoenix, right? But but still, nonetheless, like they should be competitive in these games. Yeah. So they the the our big three, they they just don't fit well together is what it seems like to me. And yeah, you know how we finally, you know how we finally figured out how to stop Devin Booker, let him score enough so he doesn't have to play in the fourth quarter. That's how we. That's our, that's our new strategy. Drop fifty one on you in three quarters. Insane. Bad. All right, let's continue. This. There was also a possession where, where you called timeout and looked like you were upset with something I did. Were you trying to supposed to be in the zone there? I mean, we threw everything at him. I mean, we trapped him. We threw a box and one at him. Um, we tried to face guard him. Um, and to his credit, he had a great night. He shot over us a lot of times. We put Derek in there to try to put more length on him. We had Patrick on him. We had Alex on him. Um, and he really, really, really got it going. But we were in a box of one at that point in time. And when he was coming off, you know, Isles got to recognize the guy's got 40-something points. You, you you know, go get him. You know, just get the ball of his hands. And, um, you know, we hadn't spent a lot of time on the box and one. There's been a little bit of time, but not a lot. But that's what we went to, and that's that's when I called that timeout because obviously the guy who's 
who was in the box on him had gotten screened. And he's got to go over there and provide help when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so now, why didn't they try and at least get Book into some sort of foul trouble or at least take some charges or try yeah, and get on the bench that way? If you can't stop a guy one way, there's a, there's multiple ways in this game that you can take somebody out of the game if you want to. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel that. Like maybe, yeah, trying to put him in positions where he has to guard, you know, a tough opponent like maybe Zach or, yeah, I feel that. Um, but honestly, I mean, I, so it, it, it also comes down to, and I think Billy said this before, it, it also does come down to the players. Like yeah. sometimes it is on the players too. And I think it's glaring how badly our perimeter defenders are outside of Caruso. I mean, but when it comes to Lamar or some, sorry, but Damar and Zach, I mean, I, you know, he hasn't been looking great as of late, but I mean, not too many do look against, look great against book, but nonetheless, DeMar and Zach are the two lead perimeter players on this team. And it comes down to them actually playing well on both ends of the floor. And I don't care what their, you know, history says and this, that, and the third. I mean, if you really want to win games and you really want to see yourself as, you know, a part of the upper echelon of, you know, your conference, then, I mean, you got to do it on both ends. And, and I mean, Billy can't coach. He can't coach effort like that. I, feel, I mean, you can – Hype them up, but I mean, it also has to come from them, man. Remember last time, uh, last show, we played. Well, let me play this clip. Let's play this again. Let's enjoy this moment one more time of uh, of our our resident Max contract crybaby, uh, Zach Levine, and let's listen to him again because he's telling us, "Hey, I'm that kind of player. I'm the kind of player that can make a big difference in the game." Where were you, bro? To not bring you back in crunch time. So as you said, give you a chance to check out. Yeah, we didn't get to that. that. I think that was just his. That's his. Uh, you know, his opinion on the game. Um, you know, I think he said the second unit or the other guys that he brought in, which they did a great job of coming back into the game. And it was a very winnable situation. You know, I told him at the very least, bring me in for free throws. You know, I think I could have helped at least seal the game with free throws, help get the ball in bounds. You know. One of the best players on the floor, regardless who's playing. You know, and I think that should be on the court at crunch time, and that's just the mentality I have. Zach, we're gonna ask him this too, but do you feel? Yeah, I'm one of the best players in the game. Show me, bro. That Show that me. just like you pulling that clip up again. I mean, it just goes to what you just said, just as far as the lack of accountability. Remember the, the the show that we did, and how you know we were saying how Zach could have reacted in that moment, you know, with some humility and mm -hmm. taking some responsibility. I mean, and you know what, that that is what it's showing now too. Like hearing Zach say that again, and then also and thinking about how you yeah. was just pointing out how they're pointing at each other and all of that. I mean, it's starting to affect the team. It clearly looks like there's something bubbling behind the scenes. So, I mean, it's not, it's not pretty. And uh, we just hope that they can turn it around. I think maybe last year DeMar carried them further than we want to admit. And he's well, having and he's maybe showing his age just a little bit, even if that's just a half step slower. 
and everybody else is feeling it. Yeah, so I was looking at their uh, clutch stats, too. You know, we're the worst in the league, Mm -hmm. which is completely flipped on his head in comparison to last season where we were first in the league in clutch games won. This year we're last at uh, two out of eight. Mm Mm-hmm. With the very same team. Uh, and, 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 and unless we want to say that Troy Brown uh, was the difference maker. <laughs> A little brown look. Nah, <laughs> man. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, though. I mean, so All what right. do we say? Let's, uh, uh, let's, let's talk uh, worst case scenario here. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's time to talk tank already i don't know i think we have to wait until at least another 20 games or so before we can really start to talk about tanking but i'm seeing everybody else trying to pick our bones clean in terms of our players uh i saw this today from daniel greenberg according to zach Lowe, the lakers have inter have had internal discussions about a potential trade for Chicago Bulls forward, DeMar DeRozan and center Nikola Vucevic. For what? Dude, I'm doing it. Uh, the only things that I'm doing for clearly are those picks. Those pick, Give yeah. up those picks. Come on with it. LA yeah. gives up those picks. I think that I'm doing it, man. Okay. Now. Un- I, no, I was going to say, unless they could get something for this year. Unless they could get something uh, for Demar and Booch in terms of like picks for the the the, the coming for this year and the following year. The only reason I say that is because those picks from LA wouldn't come to fruition until what 2027, mm-hmm. 28. So that that's far into the future. And I mean, if we could find some other team that would get us something a lot more ahead of time, like say next season or the, the following season after that, I'd oh, probably well, rather do that. To have one of those scenarios, my, my guy. Yeah. Three unbeatable trade packages the Nets can't refuse. So here we go. We've, we've got three scenarios. I'm going to list them and then we'll get reaction on each one of them individually. Here's package number one. The Bulls give the Nets DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Io, Patrick Williams, and a top three protected first round pick in 2024, 26, and 28. So we're giving up three draft picks, P-Will, Io, Vooch, and DeRozan to get KD. What do you think? Oh, my God. Kevin Durant and Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't I don't know if I could do that. The only reason I say that is because I'm looking at what KD is doing over there in, in Brooklyn right now by himself. I mean, what what has he proven that he can do it by himself? Has he? I mean, granted, he has Zach Levine, but to me, Kyrie Irving was better. Well, that's a different story. Yeah, Kyrie different. was barely on the court, right? But still, he had Kyrie for at least a bit over half a season and James Harden yeah. for a full season, and he still couldn't win it. I mean, I love KD. KD is actually my favorite player, but 
that is oh man. I, right. I don't think I would give up Patrick Williams. Everything <laughs> else but Pat. Okay. The next one is Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, and Vooch, and three picks 2024, 26, and 28. Ball, Williams, Caruso, Vooch, and three picks. For KD again? Yeah, it's, it's, this is all for KD. All for KD. Okay. And three, this is the one I would do. I would do Lonzo, DeMar, Io, Williams, and three picks. That's the one I would take out of any of these. Oh my goodness, man. That 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 is such a tough decision to make. And the only if if we talking about 28-year-old KD, I'm like, let's go. Okay, yeah. K, KD well. is 34, 33, 34. I mean, how much yeah, you're right. Do, you're right. You how know much what? longer does the front office have to put a real team around him? Because yeah. stripping the team and then only having KD and a hobbled Zach Levine, I mean, is that going to win us a championship? And then once we're done with that, I mean, that it's over with because we gave up our future picks. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't want a Boston Celtics situation on my hands. Or you know the Brooklyn Nets and how Danny Ainge fleeced the Nets and all that with the uh, yeah man oh that that's a tough one it is a tough one so um that's that's basically um you know what what we're faced with and and I I have that Bill Simmons video too did you see that no what they have it yeah let me uh let me load it up but while I'm doing that why don't you Give me, give me kind of your state of the bulls right now. What are you, um, what are you feeling, man? What do you, are, are you in the mood to blow this thing up yet? Or, I mean, are you going to be patient or, I mean, I think if we're going to screw up, it should be at the beginning of the year. I keep hearing this crap about, Oh, Lonzo ball is not making any progress and we don't know. And he's not running or cutting dude. What yeah. happened to him? What happened to his knee? Did that thing get hit by a sledgehammer and we just don't know it or what? I've never yeah. heard, like if it's this is two surgeries later and the guy still can't even run or what I'm told is he can't even get upstairs yet. Sad to say, I mean, some guys just can't uphold, you know, the 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 wear and tear of an NBA game. Like we we've seen it time and time again with various talented guys in the NBA. And I mean, sad to say, but it looks like I, I'm not going to put anything on him, but I mean, Lonzo Ball seems to be heading down that path. I mean, hopefully not, because we have seen players like kind of reconstruct their games like a Derrick Rose. He mm-hmm. he made he hurtled over his knee That's issues true. and everything. Uh, Steph Curry, a lot of people forget early on in his career, he was considered to be a paper ankles guy. You know, he always tweaked his ankle and all of that and would spend a significant amount of time out of the lineup. So, I mean, yeah, th- those are very few examples, but I mean, hopefully Lonzo Ball can be one of those. Uh, but as far as my state of the Bulls overall, man, uh, honestly, I've said this since the beginning of the season, actually, uh, after looking at how we fared last year, I mean, I yes, yes, like I, I would blow it up just because I'm in the business of 
championships, bro. Like I, I want to win a championship and being honest, I just don't see this team as that. I, I, I look at Philly. I look at Boston. I mean, I, even, even some of the other younger teams with some really good talent, you know what I'm saying? Like whoever the, the magic or, uh, uh, the, the Toronto, you have the Cavs, you know what I'm saying? Like Celtics with Tatum and Brown. I mean, the Bulls, we we are in basketball hell right now where we don't necessarily have young budding talent. I mean, Patrick Williams and Ayo are our only two young guys who possibly could, you know, blossom into something. But the only way they'll do that is if they get the ball in their hands. Like you have to give it to them yeah. and get out, get the hell out the way. But that's not gonna happen if Demar, Zach, and Vooch are on this team. So yes, bro, I would rather just blow this up because while their value is high right now, you need to get what you can for Demar Derozan before you know we go into a following decline, season yeah. and another season, and he or continues injury. to decline or injury. Same injury with Vooch. Demar out. Vooch clearly, yeah, exactly. Man, Vooch clearly is descending. I mean, Zach Levine, like looking at his game and how explosive of a player he is, he's still fairly young. He's, I think, he's at his apex right now, his prime. But even with that, we saw that Zach Levine himself doesn't necessarily will you to wins. And for those who will say like, who does or whatever, I mean, you 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 have guys like Luca who is a superstar, who's damn near doing it by himself, willing his team to win. So you have John Morant. Like, he wills his teams to wins. LeBron James, back when – and I know I get that's a huge example, but nonetheless, he still would be on those teams by him damn self, willing them to wins. And what I'm saying is Zach Levine isn't one of those guys that I think that you should just put your entire franchises – your entire franchise on his back because he's not – that kind of player. He's like a number three on a championship team. And I mean. So let me see if we go for this, what this Bill Simmons is. This is about a two minute clip. Yeah. And uh, this is basically picking the entire carcass of the bull clean in terms of all the meat off the bones, man. This is like, this is blowing it up right here. Okay. Going for, for broke. This is stacking us with so many draft picks. We're like the next New Orleans. He, here. he went in on us. Okay. Here we go. Chicago should tank. And they should go deeper than that. They should blow it up. Copyright Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, I have three I have three trades right now that save Chicago. Put them in the Wembenyama sweet stakes. Give them a do-over and they're ready to go. Trade number one. DeRozan and Vucevic to the Lakers for Russ in those two firsts and make the 27 unprotected, make the 29 top five protected. If you're the Lakers, if you're going to keep Davis, which I think is insane, but it seems like they're going to, if you're going to have LeBron, LeBron's already putting out all these feelers for, uh, yeah, you know, you don't want to waste a great year for me. Um, and the West is wide open. So you can talk yourself into it. What happens to Polinka if the trade doesn't work? He gets fired. He's going to get fired anyway. DeRozan and Vooch to the Lakers for Russ and two firsts, one lightly protected. Then, trade Levine to the Knicks. Levine's coming off, you know, the knee injury in May. He hasn't looked the same. But if you're the Knicks, you're like, well, we would have signed Levine for the max in the in the summer, so we'll get him anyway. So do topping and expirings and uh, maybe make 
take them back back the uh, Fournier trade and maybe do like a top four protected first next year, something like that. And you had Zach Levine and roll the dice that his knee will be fine. And then the last piece, Caruso, if Chicago tanks, is the most interesting trade piece. His contract is really good. I think it's $9 million. He's somebody that makes sense on the Bucks. He's somebody that makes sense on the Warriors. He's somebody that makes sense on the Cavaliers. Could Okoro be enough to get... They don't have any picks left. Could Okoro and something else be enough to get Caruso? Probably not because I have Golden State stepping in here. Golden State, Moody, DiFincenzo, and some sort of future pick swap in 2027. Give him three billion bucks too, because you know Reinsdorf has, has been a cheap owner his whole life. And you get Caruso on the Warriors. That's somebody who could play crunch time for them. Watch out for that. So anyway, you get all that stuff, you get all those picks, and you're in the Wembenyama sweepstakes. They should be doing this. Just Kyle, put that on the TikTok. I hope you turn the TikTok camera on because they should be doing that. <laughs> should we be doing that? What do you think of that? So I just took notes on that really quickly. He said Lakers, two first mm-hmm. for DeMar Vooch and Russ. Or we get Russ there two first for DeMar Vooch. Cool. Love that. Yeah. Levine, yeah. Levine to the Knicks for Obi Toppin, Evan Fournier, and next year's pick top four protected. Mm-hmm. Not mad at it. Moses Moody. Dante DiVincenzo and a Warriors pick. So that is basically what I'm saying. Okay. Basically is what I'm saying because guess what? He didn't, who he didn't add in those picks are young players. He didn't add Ayo and Patrick Williams. Right. So, and he even took Caruso off of the team. So then who do they have left? We're stripped down to the studs. So guess what has to happen? Patrick Williams, we we actually get to see what the hell he would do when the team is his. Yeah, we get end of the year 35-point Patrick Williams, right? We we hear him saying, like, yo, I believe that I can be a star. Let, let's let him show it because sure. then he won't have the issue of saying, you know, I have veterans on the team that I have to defer to because I respect these guys or whatever the case may be. No, right. you are the team's future now. You yeah. are this team's hope. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing and it. How many years are we gonna get Russ? Two? One? And uh they 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 would uh buy Russ out. I don't even see um AK AK wouldn't keep Russ. Ooh. Like that that would be a buyout situation. Come on. I don't even want him to Donovan hell, no. Hell, hell no. What uh, the only reason we would take on Russ is for that contract, or rather for those picks. We would take Russ's contract from LA you know, to make the money match for Vooch yeah. and DeMar. But we really want those picks. And they get if they did that, they'd do it to put the ball in Patrick Williams' hands. Yeah. Straight now, up. I can tell you right now, Wise, I'm uh, my DNA has more Bulls fan than Bulls analyst because when I first heard that pick, I was insulted. I was like, what? You're not going to destroy my Bulls. And then I'm like, Eh, he's kind of making some sense there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I Yo, don't know. but 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 so, where do you think? What do you think that they're gonna do? Because honestly, I don't think that they want to strip it down. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they want to strip it down. Like them with this signing of Billy Donovan <laughs> tells me that they want to continue this train going. They 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 want this 
thing to keep rolling. Yeah, our dub Chi Town is not buying the trade. He's always he's uh, he Lakers thinks love Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. Lakers. yeah. To try and get us to trade for nothing, we aren't in the Wimbiana sweepstakes. Stop. <laughs> no, no. So, so look though, look RW. Yes, you're right. We did give that pick to Orlando, but it's top four protected. So if the Bulls are so damn bad that they are in the top three, I mean, Scoot Henderson, uh, Wimbiana. Uh, I haven't looked at the at the college ball as much, but there's some really decent players this year in the draft and honestly i mean it is definitely a shot in the dark because it's pretty hard especially with how the lottery odds are right now but i mean i still would rather my chances doing that bro i I honestly would i'd rather hope for lightning in a bottle than to see us not even make it in the damn play in i hear you Okay, uh, well, that brings us up to the time to predict games. Um, we actually are still, I'm up one, one game on you still. Um, but uh, it's still pretty close, neck and neck. Um, for today's game, the Bulls versus the Warriors wise, uh, I have it as a win, you have it as a loss. Yes. I think I might want to change. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no take backs. Hey, I can take it back. It's another <laughs> job in the game that hasn't happened yet. Come on, you got to be fair with me there. Uh, I'll stick. I'll stick with a dub for tonight. I don't really think it's going to happen. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, know. yeah. Okay. So then uh, that brings us to Sunday's game with the Bulls in Sacramento. Uh, that's going to happen at five o'clock Chicago time. What do you got for that game? Bulls versus Kings in Sacramento. It's always a weird toss up when the Bulls play in SAC. Yeah, SAC is actually looking pretty decent this year, but I couldn't care less. I, I don't like when Sacramento called themselves making fun of us that one year during the uh, Jim Boylan era when they called themselves making fun of the team. So yeah. F them, Bulls all day. <laughs> Full fans carry the most salt out of any fan base. No, no. (laughs) Hey, seriously, Sacramento is cracking jokes on the team. Are you kidding me? Y'all suck since y'all have been established. Like, stop it. Stop it. No, I I, I can't. Can't go. I got your rim shut. Oh, God. Now you got me today. Okay. Nice. Well, then we got uh, three days off. Bulls versus Wizards back in the United Center. We've got a couple games coming up in the UC. Uh, Daniel Gafford revenge game, possibly. Who knows? Uh, what do you got for Bulls, Wizards? Did I, pre- uh, I think the Bulls, by the way, are going to uh, lose to the Kings. So uh, we'll okay. differ on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bulls, Wizards. Who you got? Wednesday. I got. I got to win. Okay, I do I too. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then uh, we'll probably have another show. We'll definitely have another show by then. But uh, then Saturday, December tenth, Bulls, Mavericks, and then they have another game the next day in Atlanta. So. I don't know if it's going to be a rest situation for anybody or load management, but 
Bulls Mavs Saturday the tenth. Who do you got? Luca is going nuts, but I'm still gonna go with the Bulls. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. go with the Mavs. Okay, or split. This is gonna be the kingmaker uh, prediction week for us, isn't it? Like yes, one of us, one of us is gonna either drop like a rock or uh, rise. One of the two. So that being said, uh, we will close it out for this one. Remember, everybody, you can find everything Bulls podcast related at Bulls podcast. And even on YouTube, we're now at Bulls podcast. So shout out to them. Thanks for everybody that uh, participated in the show today. Uh, Wise, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Radical underscore creator, Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can find me over on my YouTube channel as well. Just uh, type in Wise Black, W-I-S-E, Black spelled the normal way. All right. And you can find me at Marcus Couch. Until next time, go Bulls.